Your white ass, your white ass can do a countdown. When I say your white ass can do a countdown, yes, sir. Sorry, you come yes, up sir. In my crib doing random ass countdowns. <laughs> I'm a T minus your ass. I'm gonna get T in your ass. I'm gonna minus your your penis off. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm a. I'm they a think t- you NASA t- the way <laughs> T minus you so bad. Your endocrine system gonna be making testosterone. Essosterone. <laughs> yeah. I, I ever since I got on my Essosterone, I've been I've been looking good. You know, I was lethargic and I was chubby. And then I got on that Essosterone. I got on my I got on my Essosterone. <laughs> I got on my Essosterone and Tony, you know, <laughs> I'm telling you. You gotta try this Essosterone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I tone. I had no sex drive. I couldn't fucking sleep. I didn't want to get out of bed, and I got on this testosterone. And now, why fucking... you always send me out with Paulie? His dick's always hot now. <laughs> I don't like. He's it. glistening. He's got a fucking tan on. He's hanging out with Instagram whores. He's got vascularity <laughs> in his shoulders now. <laughs> He's got. We're, we're talking twenty-five pounds lean muscle in three months, tone. <laughs> Don't. He's pushing two wheels. But <laughs> he's squatting five plates, throwing ass to grass, and I ain't never seen nothing like it. The kid couldn't even put the fucking bar up in January. <laughs> it's fucking April. He's on that Sassarone, and now he's fucking. <laughs> I would like to think that as much steroids as, as probably passes through the Guido community, that that conversation has literally happened. Like ver- like verbatim, like watching Jersey Shore and just knowing what I know about like Italian Americans is like, yeah, you know the fucking kid will work down on the goddamn the car wash, you know, motherfucker just yeah yeah. One day I see him, he says, you know, ah, I'm like, kid, you look good, you shot up eight fucking inches. What's going on? You get you get some trim? It's like, nah, I'm on the assassin. <laughs> I got on that assassin. <laughs> I'm telling you. You I'm telling you, this I'm 18 years old, I'm balding, but I'm on a sasserone. My dick gets hard when the wind blows on it. Oh, there are some drawbacks, uh, big ones. Uh, I fucking killed my wife pretty, in a bad way. Uh, I fucking tore to pieces, essentially, yeah, but uh, my nuts did shrink quite a bit. Uh, I'm covered head to toe in red blistering boils, um... My nipples are very sensitive. I'm getting gyno, but five plates, ass to to grass. It's looking good. Don't, (laughs) Don't. I'm telling you. (laughs) You got to look at this kid's pussy. (laughs) (laughs) This kid, you know, out of nowhere one day, he's got, he comes to work. He's got the best pussy. It's the best thing I ever seen. He is beautiful. My own. You know, you were, I don't know if you remember, but he was, you know, we always thought he was a little, uh, you know. He always had a skimpy little wiener. Yeah. Now he's and got then, a great big pussy. And then, you know, we I didn't see him for a couple summers. We were, you know, we were running the gas trucks together. And don't. One day, don't. You got to look at my pussy. Don't I, don't. I got. I know we grew up together. We played stickball, but I got a fresh oh. pair of tits now, Tony. I got tits now, Tony. <laughs> you got to take a look at my rack. You got to look. I know I, I don't want to I don't want to offend. He's got nothing. boobs. He's got boobs, Plus, Tony. I don't want to offend or nothing, but uh I got a nice fucking ass now, Tony. <laughs> I got a BBL. I got fucking perky seat tits. Look. <laughs> if you don't pay, you go to the bar, you grab them. You take them out back, you give them a couple slaps. And you bring perhaps a, his bra or some type of blouse back to me as a as a message. Notori- notorious, a, me- a message to me. Crime and loyalty. <laughs> Mob enforcer Johnny Gender. <laughs> Just a guy who fucking is like, look, you know, I don't want to fucking hurt you or nothing. In fact, that's not my business no more. It's a nice pair of kids, a pair of tits you got there, kid. It'd be a shame if something happened to him. He got like, sucked on. I was like, he's uh, he, he the way that he like collects debts is he doesn't want. He knows people don't want to be associated with him because he's transgender. 
Like they is like, look, I don't want to. I don't hurt people no more. The estrogen kind of fuck with the muscle mass, you know. But I will. Yeah, I this will is an Italian gangster who's not trans, but was just like as a statement. <laughs> is transitioning like still identifies as a man yeah <laughs> i got like, j- look i got tits now don't be calling me girly don't be yeah okay? <laughs> still very machismo but, but i got better tits than you old lady yeah you know you know <laughs> just a beautiful me. italian woman is he's, he's still he's like listen i don't want to fucking hit nothing you calling me a fucking dime i fuck you know i don't want to hit nothing to call no me. cat calling i ain't a gumad i ain't no i ain't nothing i don't care call me all right i'm still fucking Still I'll still the man. fucking yeah. I'll still fucking kill you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know what all this woman talk is about. I'm a grown man. <laughs> New <laughs> underboss of the Gambino crime family, Johnny Jinder. Johnny Jinder, <laughs> Apatone. I, <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> Listen, you know, every fucking day I come by the butcher shop. And we've been we've been protecting this shop since your grandfather ran the shop. I don't know why you're not paying up. I'm I'm sorry, you know times are hard. Yeah, fucking I I you preaching to the choir. I ain't gonna beat you up or nothing, but I know you got a wife. So if you don't, if I come back Friday, you don't got the fucking scratch times two. I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> and you're gonna cheat on your wife with me, and you know that I used to bench press two fifty. And I had a big beard. And I don't look like that now. But I, do you want to be in a guy in the neighborhood that fucks me? <laughs> is, that, is that what you... No, I, I, I please. Because <laughs> then you would be gay. Because then because you would I'm be... A, <laughs> as you know, all this talk going around is not true. It's not true. I, I need you to girl. understand. And this, and I don't this, know why people keep... I don't know why for who I'm not. I know I have soft skin now and big plump lips. I know I look supple as hell. I know I look like a fucking Italian ten because I am. But I'm I really also- like the idea of <laughs> that community being like too accepting. Yeah. To where he, he's like, why can't I be who I am? Dude with tits. Why do I gotta transition? (laughs) Yeah, like a progressive, like banana crime. Listen, I don't know why y'all keep. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't know why y'all keep calling me fucking Tanya. I'm Tony. No, it's okay, Tanya. It's fine. It's okay. Times are changing. You can be a goyle. You can be a goyle. I'm not a goyle. I just wanted. Listen, I just. I wanted a pussy. I always felt like the penis was annoying, and I wanted. Pair of tits to look at. I wanted to keep a gun in there. <laughs> Listen, you know, I I figured I, I like tits. I'm a fucking guy. Why not get a pair of my own? I can look at them all fucking day. I get out of the shower they're right there. I get in the fucking car they're right there. You know, it's okay, Tanya. You know, back look. Listen, when your grandfather ran the family, you couldn't have been. They'd have fucking killed you. You know, in 1995. <laughs> in 2013. In 2000, when your uncle ran it seven months ago, <laughs> it just, it wouldn't have fly. But now, you know, they're on the TV and stuff. They got their own sort of shows. You know, every time you go to apply for a credit card, the fucking lady on the commercials got a fucking five o'clock shadow. So, you know, it is what <laughs> it is, what it is, Tanya. I don't... <laughs> I I like the idea. It's not necessarily like just Italian, but like any repressive, historically, I guess, stereotypically repressive culture being like, it's okay now, you know. Still being very insulting and like very, <laughs> but like, look, if you want to fucking cut your shit off, you know, and fucking staple a couple silicone bags. Son, you. will you listen to me? <laughs> there is nothing wrong with your condition. <laughs> It's not, it's, listen. You are a man. People like you used to run empires. We will get you on testosterone. (laughs) There's no issue. He just has a tall daughter, and she's like, I'm just tall. I don't want to be a man. Listen. I will teach you how to run store. I will teach you how to drive very quickly, uncomfortably fast, uh, like uh, Uber, you know. (laughs) I will teach you how to make people uncomfortable. <laughs> I will I teach you about economics. I will, uh, you know, I will teach you how to be a doctor in your home country and then come here and work at the Jiffy Loop. 
<laughs> Through my guiding wisdom, I will teach you how to take a five hundred thousand dollar a year cut in pay just to live in the in in Corpus Christi, Texas. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, don't. I'm sorry. You know, it's just, it's you know. I always just wanted to wear a sundress and listen to Drake. And, you know, I see the kids that run, you know, in and out of the club that we run. And I just, I never identified with the guys with the, you know, the button, the open shirts and the chain. And, you know, I don't, I didn't identify with them, you know. But what sounded so freeing and liberating to me was to drop ass to cupcake. Boss. <laughs> I have something to confess. Bus. Bus. <laughs> I am no Italian. I, <laughs> I, 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 I would like to say I'm still uh, a, a woman, but I am Indian. <laughs> what Boss, are you listen to, to me. <laughs> Boss. Boss. Let me tell you something. What are you trying to say to me? Mikey, it's me. It's your uncle. I've known him. I, I've known you since you, known are you Are you telling me that you're not Italian You fucking Indian It is true <laughs> I know To many I appear as a normal <laughs> Italian man A 5 foot 2 very dark Skinned Italian man uh, But in fact my name is Anthony Naraj <laughs> I I can't believe it. I mean, you know, you passed off as one of us for this whole time. I, I you know, you you wore the. As you can see, <laughs> I had the voice down perfectly. However, boss, <laughs> listen to me. Attention. I'm no Italian. All my life, all I've wanted to be was I a wear <laughs> the Indian flag. On my shirt every day, <laughs> and you think it is the Italian flag? He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just. <laughs> I mean, well, how long are they? Are they even the same? Do they even look similar? I was wondering yeah. when they added the eagle on. <laughs> no, that was that, this Italian whole, American. This whole time, I just crest, <laughs> all that. You know, if it was some soccer club you liked. Yeah, I just figured, you know, it was some fucking something the kids were into. No, boss, it's an entire country. He's like, boss, please. Please, boss. No. No, please, boss, no. Listen to me, boss. We will start business together. And we will... We will make so much money. We will make $45,000 a year. We can make so much off email, Tony. <laughs> we, we, can, we can... Have you... Mr. Soprano... Have you ever heard of a timeshare? <laughs> Together, we could be billionaire. We could we could make uh, is seventy two thousand dollars a year. Anywhere from seventeen to twenty five dollars every month. Boss, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's is listen. Have you ever uh, messaged? Uh, Girl that go to high school on Instagram. <laughs> no, I I use I use Facebook. I'm old <laughs> Listen, Mister Naraj, I don't. Uh, we used to be it. able to go down to the ice cream shop and we used just to just stare one. through that window and then break it. You know, it's not times have changed. Um, 2012 was a long time ago. I don't know how we got to. Indian man impersonating mob enforcer impersonating a trans but you know sometimes the the, the paths you take as a podcaster Bush <laughs> I I have a pussy okay <laughs> in Indian mob show me your boobs now <laughs> you must prove it to me give me the money and show me your boobs now you will take you will do as I say. You will complete the order. You will deliver. You will, you will deliver all of the Amazon packages. I, I, my scheme is I order Amazon packages with Prime, 
and then I get free shipping and then I sell the Amazon packages for the same price but I charge shipping <laughs> I make one dollar per transaction one dollar but I only pay myself one dollar <laughs> and through this boss I, I will make one million dollars in 500 years time listen um boss <laughs> I you know I gotta call me bus man. I I just I work at the butcher shop. You know, it's not I don't know what uh I can't imagine that anybody in the mob like in the golden age of the mafia like I would like to be a mid man. How does one do this? I you know, it doesn't you gotta be Italian, you know. If you want to be a part of the Italian mob <laughs> What you must do, <laughs> you must go home, take a picture of your balls and penis, <laughs> and send it, give it to me in an envelope. But a trick I have for free shipping on envelopes is I will put it in a letter with a stamp, and I will drive to the person's house and put it in their mailbox, and then I do not have to pay the mailman to deliver it. So you think you want to this be... This is how I deliver all of my mail for free. Your initiation into the mafia is to to DM Jojo Siwa and ask for her hand in marriage <laughs> on Instagram. Hello, baby princess. <laughs> the, easy, the easiest way to extort in somebody is to ask for $1,000 through email every week. <laughs> Your mission, son, your mission for this week, I have received an email from a, a Nigerian noble. <laughs> Whether he is Muslim, I do not know. <laughs> you must find this prince and bring him to me and we will extort him. Okay, boss. That sounds, that sounds and good. If you happen to see his balls and penis, take a picture <laughs> and show them to me. Show sure, that we must collect the the penis and balls debt. <laughs> Your mission, should you choose to accept it, <laughs> you must find the the arms dealer known as Ivan Nakorov and take a picture of his. I am a Italian mob boss. <laughs> My name is Tony uh, Soprano. Um, I am. Uh, you started Russian. Now we're drifting back into. <laughs> and then I just started thinking about something else. You know, it happens sometimes. It happens. The path of the podcaster is it was one that meanders. You know, one that meanders. Yeah, it goes. It's like a winding wooded road. Uh, people ask, "How do you come up with stuff like uh, Arthur Bleefeld? Uh How do you come up with you know groundbreaking things like?" transgender Indian mafia guy basically what happens is um, like your life kind of just happens for like a lot of years uh, and like uh, like a bunch of just stupid stuff happens to you that you don't really know and then you meet a guy on the internet and you're like you want to play video game and then that's basically how it happens you know know, they say you know you can run down the hill and, and, and suck off one bowl or right. you can walk down and you can have the law run a train on you and fuck you in the ass and the mouth <laughs> and the pussy. <laughs> uh, it reminds me. This is fucking... Uh, I've always like uh, the the running of the bulls in Spain. I always like... I know there's a lot of really like stupid traditions like globally, like cultural traditions. Or whatever. I mean, I don't know. People like... People do like honor killings and shit. Like that's fucking... But I mean that... To me, that makes more sense than like, um, like imagine working at like a coffee shop where they do that shit. And yeah, I like just, the people are still just parked like on the street. Yeah, you, they're they parked it. like they're at work, dude. <laughs> like they, there's like 200 angry, like full grown prime of their life bulls, like goring grown men, like launching them like 15 feet in the air. And you're like, I guess I got to make this macchiato. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, I, ne- I, ne- I like I always thought. 
when I was reading about, I thought like, and I guess the town does shut down, but like, imagine you park your car and you forget it's fucking bull running day, and they just take it, <laughs> just like launch your shit, like take your fucking side door off. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of the one of the uh, one of those things that I always kind of wanted to see, but I definitely don't want to be a part of it. Like yeah. I, have no, you know, yeah, like art, artificial insemination. True. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think it's crazy how they do that. How they made bulls gay. Oh, uh, do you mean like how they collect their their jizz or whatever? Yeah, what were you thinking about? I thought you were talking about like in vitro, like with people (laughs) for a second. And I was like, oh, no, he's still talking about bulls. I forgot they did that with people. Uh, (laughs) Like I, uh, but yeah, no. Yeah, they make them like fuck a can basically. Yeah, it's like a a glove or some shit. Yeah. We always used to do that um, to all the neighborhood cats growing up. Yeah, well, we we were and trying we'd, to we'd <laughs> pour it on we'd pour it on like frogs and stuff, and we'd make new kinds of animals. <laughs> Your grandson's like, Grandpa Thomas, can you tell me? Yeah, I I heard that you traveled and you know you you told jokes and and with your buddy and, and could you tell me about that? And you're like, yeah. So we uh, what we would do is we would breed. We were trying to make the perfect cat, and. Uh, what we would do is, wait, is this about the pocket? Hush now. You can't, don't interrupt grandpa. So what we would do is, you know, you want, you're trying to make a cat that was capable of like guerrilla warfare, essentially. Mm-hmm. Now in Fort Worth, there's a lot of cats. So me and my buddy Jake, you know, he lived down the road a little bit. Basically, we bred a bunch of stray cats until we had one that was roughly the size of like a mastiff. <laughs> it took us about 25 years and it bankrupted both of us. Um, and then we trained it, you know, in jiu-jitsu and stuff, stuff like I'm that. I'm just going to start, uh, like, tranquilizing bobcats and dropping them off over here. <laughs> just drive to my parents' house, shoot one with a dart, and then yeah. bring it back. And then eventually, the feral cat population is going to be, like, doing Zodiac killer numbers. Out yeah. <laughs> it'd be so funny. Like, I know Eden really, like, has a soft spot for, for kitty cats and animals and you and and you think you're doing like a good thing like you're like you're, tr- you're <laughs> she comes home and you just have a full grown bobcat like hissing in the kitchen and you're like babe i found one like it was really sick and it's like <laughs> yeah. like foaming and shit it's, like, it's ripped <laughs> off half of my fingers <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah like you're you're like it got your femoral artery like you're kind of just bleeding out on the kitchen floor you're like it's real sweet like he's you know you, you the thing is don't make eye contact with him because like i did and like he didn't like it but like just, you just don't do it and you'll be good yeah in the same way that people are like oh you know if you make eye contact with him he runs away it's like yeah you know he's he'll he'll if you make eye contact with him he'll like rip your like the inside of your thigh meat out yeah, there's a lot of important stuff over there you know i uh if, if you could create a brand new animal What would you do? And well, in what setting would you place it? This doesn't necessarily have to be like the ideal pet. No, that's just like an fucking ideal. stupid. Okay. Why would it need to be domesticated? We're talking about raw natural power. Okay. Um, or maybe or maybe just a, a weird snake. Who knows? The world is yours. Um I I want I want like, like an uh, uh, I want a uh, like a like an orangutan. The size okay, so an orangutan, but he's the size of like a full-grown oak tree. So you know, like bi- he's big and tall, but I want him to have like the anger or rather lack of impulse control and thus sort of propensity for violence as like a full-grown alligator. And then I want to let him loose, like, in Silicon Valley. Like, okay. also, he has, like, the the thick hide of, like, a full-grown grizzly to where, like, low-caliber mm-hmm. weaponry really doesn't do much. It hurts it, but it's not going to stop it. Uh, so, yeah, so, like, a 150-foot-tall like orangutan. Oaks don't get that big. Uh, okay, well, whatever the fuck gets that big. Maybe 60, uh, and they, but they sprawl a lot, you know. Okay, so well, fucking, all right, 150-foot-fall goddamn orangutan with the wingspan that 
10 times the size of his body. So arms that, <laughs> that go that from works. like yeah. county to county, okay? His feet just never touch the ground. <laughs> yeah, he's like a gibbon, like basically a gibbon. And I want him to have the, the thick hide of like a grizzly bear. And then I want him to have the impulse control and sort of like, you know, prey drive of like a full, like a, like a full big ass crocodile alligator mm. type creature. And then basically I would, ba- I would get like one of those big army planes that carries like tanks and shit. And I would carry that motherfucker tranquilized, and I would just drop him off in Silicon Valley and let him let him do his thing. I think that would be, because Silicon Valley guys, like I'm sure that they could get SWAT in there pretty fast, but they themselves, I don't think they're armed and wouldn't really know how to handle something like that. Like I do think right, that, as opposed to the rest of the country, which could handle that really well. Right, like if you drop that thing in like some podunk town in between like Fort Worth and Oklahoma, it's, it's curtains. You know, we well cool. we would we would find a way to make it a slave. There's <laughs> not a law. Or worship it. Like, a, either you make it a slave, or you like you start to like give it gifts. There and it, are like, no <laughs> cryptid slave laws out here. You would take advantage <laughs> of that very fast. You'd make well, him, he would be working for Lockheed within 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, or like on a ranch, like pulling grain. Yeah. Side. <laughs> that boy can bale hay like nobody's I, I've never seen anybody pull up weeds like this 100-foot-tall monkey man. Uh, you can't see him too well, but he does his best. <laughs> Just ripping, like pulling grown men, <laughs> throwing them like 150 feet in the air. Um, yeah, so that would probably be... Um, I figure the way I see it is is that is my ideal animal is going to die eventually, but I don't like people uh, in Silicon Valley, and I don't really care for like Californians in general. I guess uh, not. I don't have any beef with like the Texas California thing. That's stupid and gay, but I just don't. I I, I have I have I a vet, you know what I'm saying. Um, so we, we, we take him to Silicon Valley. We let him do his thing. I figure he gets a good 90 minutes before, like, the National Guard shows up and they start hitting his ass with heavy artillery. Now, his body can't withstand that. Uh, but, it, you know, that's 90 minutes of pure carnage. I'm pretty sure he could kill, like, most of those guys. Sort of in a, in a, in a way that, like, if you don't die but you bear, you bear witness to it, like, it kind of it fucks you up for the rest of your life. Gotcha. Uh, what about you, man? What about me? What kind of an- what's your ideal animal and the setting for that animal? <sighs> Fuck you! That's the weirdest questions sometimes. Um, fucking stupid. I guess yeah. Whatever. I guess I'll answer this. Never thought I'd be asked it, but yeah, probably. Um, I I like the idea of camouflage a lot, and I like the idea of a large, perfectly camouflaged animal. And for that reason, I think I would probably choose um, maybe some type of ox or something that, um, or just some type of like grass and berry eating um, creature, bovine type that can make itself shaped like look like a like a log in the woods. Okay. Like you, you just think it's a log. Yeah, it's but, not. But it's sort of a cloak. It can't host. disguise itself as anything else. It just kind of can be sh- shaped like a log, and yeah. the hide would kind of have like moss on it. Yeah, and it would be very bark-like. Okay. Now the thing is, I guess, I guess they would all look the same. So you see the same log a couple times. You start to understand. You know where you're something's at. up. Yeah. Something's I picked afoot. a pretty bad animal, really. I don't. Th- well, you, I mean, you don't have log. to, you don't have to do violence with your animal. Your animal can just no, be, well, you well, know. I just think from a, from a praise perspective, you know, just be, getting into the shape of a log is like one of the worst things you can do, <laughs> especially as a, a creature that's normally tall. Like that's the yeah. main advantage they have against like wolves and stuff. Yeah. So it's and then hard you just, to get you the just lower the back of your neck down to the ground. <laughs> what a fucking, I'm mad at myself for picking that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, um, this is one of those things. My other idea was a bat the size of an eagle that just flies down and fucks people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, uh, how was your week? Pretty, uh, you know, it wasn't too bad. 
Hey, if anything happened, work, you know, your old lady or something, car problems. You know, man, that was all good. I was just like, I just went to the grocery store, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, price, meat prices are high, you know, produce high, you know, you can't even get eggs for cheap anymore. Yeah, no, that wasn't too bad. Um, I did, I got fucked by a huge bat. <laughs> uh, wait, hold on. Um, like, oh, like you mean it dive bombed me? Like, oh, I was fucked up. Like, oh, he, like, he fucked me. No, he, my... was, he was like, like I just went into an aisle and like there was just a bunch of candles like all down the aisle. Mm-hmm. And like he wasn't even flying. <laughs> like he just looked at me with those beady eyes and I was just like, he just held me there for a second. I was captivated. <laughs> and it was a boy bat too. He, his his penis, it looked like a big traffic cone. <laughs> and he fucked me with it. Um, You're talking about... I haven't ba- told anyone. I haven't told my wife. <laughs> Obviously, I haven't told my kids. I feel like I cheated, but I don't feel like there was any way to stop myself. He You're didn't basic- even really... He just stood there and just... I just gave it to him. He didn't even ask for it. I just, I I got down on my knees and I sucked his bad dick and I <laughs> let him fuck me in my human ass. You know. Well, man, I'm telling you, does uh, that happen to you too? <laughs> God yeah. damn! I'm telling you, brother, I got a secret for you. That happens to me about twice a month. You know, and at this point, I mean, that's just you know when you move down to Port Aransas, that's just they they love to to congregate down there, especially at the Walmart over there. Imagine all the birds at a grocery store, like in the parking lot. They're all just there to gang up on people and fuck them. They're like six. Their wingspan's like twelve feet. No, they're all small. Oh, is <laughs> they're just running a train on you? Out of that, the parking would, lot. that would be. I feel oh, like. God. <laughs> I feel like that would just be like a like a nuisance. Like obviously, it's one of those oh, things. Oh, great! Like, I'm getting fucked again. Yeah, like well. Again, it's like one of those things that you're nine times out of ten, you can prevent it from happening because you're bigger and you're stronger. But there's one out of ten time and it happens to everybody. It's like uh, getting pulled over. You know, it's like it's going to happen to you, you know, every now and then and you accept it's a part of life. But usually you can fight, fight them off. But, you know, you're like coming back with a loaf of bread and a gallon of milk for the missus. Just you just weren't on your guard that day and like 120 pigeons just... Mm-hmm. Mary Poppins you But instead of floating you around The city They fucking You know Turn you out Yeah Turn you out Everybody want to <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude I want to be in the movies man I think we need to Me and you need to get agents dude, uh, the, the I podcast. Need to be, I want to be a character actor You could be a good one I think you know, I think no, I have I have reasonable dreams. I don't want to be in a big movie. I want one of my broke ass friends to just borrow twenty thousand dollars from his parents, like like he, they think he's starting a business or something, and then he yeah. makes a movie about like living in L A. or something, just some gay shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm I'm just a guy at a party who's like kind of an asshole. Yeah, or just like a guy who gets killed. Yeah. Like a, or just a, like a weird neighbor. Yeah, like, or Dude, like Dude, I gave a fucking weird neighbor stare today. What happened? Somebody was, I was taking my trash cans back to the house, um, from the road, not from anybody else's house. That would have been weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, and somebody was, was driving by and honked, and I couldn't tell, like, they did the little hee-hee, like the... Like, hey, honk. Yeah. And that happens pretty often in uh, beautiful, diverse neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. So I just, I looked up to see if it was somebody I knew, and I squinted because it was tinted in there. And I couldn't see. I was like, maybe this is a friend or something. But I just gave him, like, like the Clint Eastwood glare on accident. Like Grand Torino, just it. like. I was just standing there with my trash can, like, who are you? Get off my lawn. Yeah. And then the guy got close, passed by, and waved like, "Hey, you know, like, yeah, don't know you, but yeah, what's up?" Hey. And it was just a regular black guy <laughs> who I just like gave just a serious mug because I couldn't tell who it was. I was trying to recognize if it was one of my friends or something. 
Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't see past the windshield at all till he got right up. Yeah. And yeah, I was not somebody I knew. I felt bad. Like he like I'm I might be the only white guy on my street. Yeah. And he just he passed by the one white guy and he, I was just uh, <laughs> just out there in my fucking basketball shorts and button up just looking at him like you don't belong here man i just didn't know whose car it was every hispanic old man waves at him like very sweetly yeah. and he just gets the one young white dude on the block and he's like oh man it's a friendly neighborhood and you're like get out of here you piece of shit <laughs> i don't think people can instantly recognize me as like a young guy in a lot of yeah, you're right. That's yeah, that's probably true. You gotta look close. Yeah, yeah. I think from from a distance, I'd yeah, I'd put you at like my age or something, maybe a little older. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to lie to me. It's all right. <laughs> no, I mean I'm serious. I wouldn't. People people joke or whatever, but I don't think that you look like forty. But I like it's like I know you and we we hang out a lot, so it's and we talk a lot, so it's like obviously I know that you're like you know twenty two, twenty three or whatever, but like. Yeah, I don't know. It's not like it's not like I'm <laughs> like I talk to people or whatever, and they're like, "You do a podcast with a sixty-year-old man?" <laughs> no, I feel seventy years old. Same, but, but it's, I think I it's think just it's, my it's body a, hurts. I do. I want to lose all my hair and just go completely like white with the beard, and just like I want to look ninety years old now, and just <laughs> never look older or younger for the rest of my life. Just yeah, they're like. Like, I, I trip on the stairs and people, like, help me up. But you're, like, 24. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be sick. I like, you're uh, like, wow, you're pretty old to do landscaping. I'm like, that's right. That's right, I am. I'm very impressive. Well, I mean, I, here's the thing, though, is, is that I know you joke, but, like, the sad thing about, like, not necessarily just any outdoor laborious sort of back-breaking work is, and we've talked about it a billion times on here, but, you know, you go to meet a guy who's fucking weathered and you know you know it's like uh man i got I, I finally got a couple of days off you know it's my birthday or whatever and you're like that's awesome man what are you gonna do it's like ah oh, you know me and the boys are just gonna go hang out and you're like the boys it's not i mean not what you expect and it's like yeah man you know fucking 25 comes up fast and in your head you're like i thought you were <laughs> like yeah 42 you know because it's just being out in the sun obviously you know and then fucking Working with your body and fucking your and shit up. And also the fact that, like, when you work outside, at least for me, I just don't take care of myself. No, like, I just yeah. eat like eat just, like, like shit. Live. I try I, to drink water, but until I know. got home from work today, I'd only had a handful of crackers. In yeah, if I eat too much, if I coffee. when I'm working outdoors, I like get sleepy at noon, and I still have like eight hours of work left to do. Yeah, um, I used to work with a guy who would do. It'd be hot as fuck, and he would still bring a rotisserie chicken for lunch, <laughs> a whole one. Like a whole bird from like H E B. Good old Fred. That rocks, dude. Um the fucking uh also I mean obviously like I see this in kitchens too, or I did when I worked. It's like uh it's just a lifestyle. Like Well doing I mean doing living off cocaine and cigarettes will do that to you. Yeah. Coors light, cocaine, cigarettes, (laughs) yeah, Jim Beam, like that. That's like always so funny when fucking I would be working with a dude uh and I'm like in my mind, I give him deference because he's older than me. I was like nineteen when I eighteen when I first started working in kitchens, and uh, like I started like back house and I moved to server pretty quick or whatever. Anyway, and you know, you'd meet like the big line cook, kind of fat guy, tattoos, mm-hmm. shitty, you know. And in your mind, you're like, this is an elder, so I gotta like write stuff down and I gotta talk to him a certain way because this is my second, first, second job. So you know trying to do this the right way. I'm like, hey, sir, you know, whatever. And uh, I was working at Joe's Crab Shack, and one of the line cooks there who I was doing, like, yes, like trying to, like, listen to what he was saying. I was like, hey, stop calling me fucking sir, man. That shit's weird. And I was like, oh, it's just, you know, sorry, man. It's just, it's how it's just, my mom raised me that way, man. Anybody, you know, like, uh, how old do you fucking think I am? I was like, I don't know. I just, and at that point, you know, you're like, I don't know, uh, 20 you know no it's like i thought this guy was like he was like two years three years old he's like 23 look like dog shit but it's it's like it's always just uh yeah the cocaine the long hours the sleepless nights you know heat uh that'll fucking just turn you into like just a piece of beef jerky (laughs) like just yeah just like but what's weird is i think there's a leveling out point 
because I've met old timers like in both industries that are like in their 50s and 60s and they look old. But they've looked like that since they were 40. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's like you stop, like you look you look 35 when you're like 20. And you age till about 50, but you stop there. But you'll be like, God damn, about to retire, 72 or whatever. And you're like, what the fuck? You know, I thought you were like 100. You know, it's just, it, it, there's yeah. like a 15-year aging period or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I would rather look like weather, like fucking, like a pirate than like just... Like soft and luscious, but like all all your muscles are just like sagging off yeah. of your body. Like just like I've met, I meet guys who like just have just been sitting down their whole life. Yeah, which for women is fine. It doesn't. I don't think that makes much of a difference. Yeah, but like when you meet a man and it's like, hey, dude, how do you have like? weak hands yeah <laughs> how do you yeah. I'm not even trying to be some type of like like oh you need to lift five times a day you yeah, need yeah. Wake up before, yeah it's like hey man have you never fucking opened a jar before yeah do you, do you <laughs> yeah. call the fire department when you need somebody to like fucking change your tire I don't know well here's the thing is is that I agree with you like partially how you're raised and the culture you're surrounded with and then two like working in restaurants or like labor jobs. But here's the thing. Since I moved to work from home, I guess three years ago, like when I was working at the school and then now, um, now I stayed pretty active in the gym or whatever. And like that helps, but I haven't been to the gym in like two months and I can feel myself start to jiggle when I walk around. Oh, I know what you mean. (laughs) Which is like, not like, because I was talking to Ashley about this today. Like I am, I am profoundly sedentary. Like I work from home. I like some days I will lay on the couch my whole work day and just work from the laptop. I don't move. I don't like do push ups. I don't stretch. So like not being in the gym and not being active, like I feel my joints like softening and I feel my body like softening and I've gained like weight or whatever from like, and it's just strange to like be aware of where I was at like two months. It's not even really like a, Oh, I'm getting fat thing. It's just like, I'm just turning to like goop because I don't move. I know exactly what you mean. (laughs) Like, I'm becoming like soft, skinny fat, not like normal adult man, whatever the fuck, you know, like I'm becoming like a pear shaped, like substitute teacher or whatever. And I'm like, I got to get. No, I know exactly what you mean. That was whenever I first got hooked on working out because I was like, oh, wait, I forgot. Like my my thighs don't have to like wiggle around when I walk. Yeah. Like my tit. I feel my tit. I just have a normal body composition now. I guess I have to keep moving around. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like I don't. When I when I was working at that plastics plant, I lost like 30 pounds in two months because I was on my feet 15, 16 hours a day in the sun and not eating because I didn't have time to eat. But the moment I, I switched, like the moment I went to working like in an office at the university, it, I was like, oh, I got to like, I got to work out like I have to or I'm going to like. <laughs> so that's why I feel like my like I have friends that get these cushy work from home jobs that worked like in restaurant industries, too. Or like construction or any labor job, whatever. And I'll I'll see them and I'm like, Oh dude, you got the cushy gig, man, I fucking told you and he's like, Oh dude, it's so sick. I fucking I sit you know, I sit around, I play fucking video games, like I said, I'm like, Hey man, yeah, it's sick and then like I'll see him four months later and they're a fucking jumbo. And I'm like Yeah, man, you know, when you're working from home, right? And I'm like, dude, no, it's not we're not supposed to live like this. Like this is not good for our bodies. We didn't evolve evolve to like you gotta like you have to do something or like you will your you balloon. Yeah, yeah you'll yes. fall apart, dude. Like you literally your joints will like atro- like you will fall apart. I mean, I've been sick, so it's been different. Like I've been laid up, dude, for like two weeks. Um, but uh, yeah, it's always really weird to like I was pretty fit. I was like 185 and now I'm like about 200 again. And uh, and I'm like I'm like in the car and I'll go over a bump <laughs> and I'll feel like a belly jiggle and i'm like that's fucking that sucks (laughs) i don't know if you've ever been like in somebody else's car or driving and uh and and you're like like a jiggle that wasn't there like three months ago (laughs) like yeah you're 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 like i dude it happened like yesterday i was going to the store to get some fucking pedialyte and uh i went over a speed bump coming out of my complex and like 
like my upper belly hit like the underside of my tit and I was like that didn't happen (laughs) I remember (laughs) I remember when I first started not being able to see my seatbelt after I put it on (laughs) yeah yeah. I was like ah shit oh well like whenever you're whenever you have your seatbelt on a little bit too high like the bottom part and it creates two different bellies. It's your tit belly and your belly belly. It's like yeah. your chest belly. And yes, no yes, good. dude. No bueno. Dude, Ashley, I don't know if I talked to you about this, but this was like a, a maybe a couple months ago. She thought that like the, oh, you get so fat that you can't see your dick thing was like, like a joke from like TV. She was like, that's not real. And I was like, no, dude, it's real. And it's like it kind of just happened to me and it just happens. Like you're in the shower, you see your penis, you're in the shower, you see your penis, like seven months goes by and one day you just can't see it anymore. And you're like, Oh, swag. Like I get <laughs> like, she was like, wait, really? Like you look down and it's just like, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, like it's just, it's just the belly and then no balls and no dick. And then just knee, <laughs> like knee and shin and foot. Like it just disappears. Like it eclipses like the sun. She's like, I, I don't, I can't believe that. Like, I don't understand. And I'm like, no, it's just, it's one of the coolest things. And I'm not joking. If you can go to that and then come back from that, it's one of the coolest things you can do as a man to just, it's very funny to just like out of sight, out of mind, your own dick from like Twinkies and Ho-Hos, <laughs> like chicken wings yeah. and beard shit. It like, it was actually one of the reasons. So like what like spurred me to initially lose weight after I just lost weight from working like outdoors or whatever was like, A, the COVID kind of fucking scared me a bit the first time I got it. And then B, I would, uh, yeah, I was in the shower and I was like, I like, I can't see any of it. (laughs) Like I can't, I can't even see like the tip. (laughs) Like it's not, it's gone. I can't even, the balls hang lower typically. I can't even see my one ball, like the one that hangs lower than the other one, which is the left one for me. So I, what do I do now? <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I could ever not see it, because I, I gain weight so much in my legs. Oh, uh, okay. That even though I had a gut, it like I don't just gain in the gut. Like it, my body's real good at getting fat and it knows how to distribute it. Like so, I had like, like you said, like the substitute teacher thighs for sure. I had just a huge ass, <laughs> just a huge flat yeah. ass, like yeah. a wide chalkboard ass like like <laughs> like birthing hips yeah fucking wide ass and just fucking like floppy tree legs yeah and then just tits you know <laughs> yep yes just sir. fucking boobs dude my face gets fat so easily same, same dude same. anytime i start gaining weight yeah i didn't i didn't i had forgotten what my face was shaped like yeah legitimately yeah whenever even when i was in shape and lifting when I was like 210 or so, I've lost weight since then. And I was like, dude, I legitimately did not know my face was shaped like this. Yeah, same. I it, used to line my beard up just off imagination. I would yeah. just invent a jawline. I don't myself. know where my cheekbones are. Yeah, because yeah. from my chin to my chest was just a line. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's fine. It just fucking drops straight down. I'm like, that's whatever. Yeah. But I, dude, I can fuck. I can be lean as shit, gain five pounds, and three of it goes to my face. That's where I'm at right now, dude. It's I'm like puffy because I, I, it's funny to like, like see pictures on like my phone that'll pop up or whatever from like three months ago. I'm like, what the fuck? It's, it's just it's it's it like me. I'm all belly, dude. My legs and arms will stay like normal, like the normal size. I don't gain weight on those places. It's just my stomach. I'm one of those. Like, when I'm 50, I'm going to have, like, lanky guy arms and legs, but then just a fucking boom. <laughs> like, it's just, I'm going to be fucked up looking. I'm but gonna, uh, I'm just going to have a big, fat ass. Just a big, old man We're ass. Just gonna, if we combined our forms of fatness, we could just create a regular fat guy. You're just Yeah, just a normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just that like a guy who wears, like, like work coveralls, like, all yeah. day. I mean, even when he comes home. He just sits I on the couch. I envy those guys who get fat and it just kind of looks normal on them. Yeah, yeah, no, same. Like, you don't, you kind of look, like, swole. Like, it, it goes across your whole body instead of just, like, a weird, because yeah. I have birthing hips, too. So, I'll get, like, dude, if I put on, if I get over, like, 205, I do have, like, a pear shape to my body. Like, yeah. I can't, I can't, you know, I can't eclipse that. 
Because it's just, you know, I'm fucking, I could pop a baby out of my, you know, my butt cheeks. You know what I'm saying, mm, man? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I'm getting turned on. All right, dude, you know what? There's something about, just gets me going. Thinking about pear-shaped men and fucking bats that fuck you. Don't listen. Tone, come on. Tone, uh, you're getting pear shaped. You're getting pear. Listen, I know. James I know Gale, that. Gandolfini. That's the guy who got fat and it just looked normal on him. Yeah, <laughs> he would have looked weird if he lost weight. Chris Farley was fat as fuck. He just looked normal. He looked like a normal he looked fat like guy. Like a to big me. fat guy. Yeah, he didn't look like he was supposed to lose weight. Yeah, and he wasn't. No, <laughs> critical. In fact, report. in fact, what's funny, being fat didn't really kill him. No, it was the speedball uh, that he, you know. Um, Some say it may have helped him lose weight. That's such a cool name for it. That sounds cool. It's a cool name for a thing to do. Like crack sounds fucked up. You don't want to be doing crack. Uh, meth, ugh. it's just got like phonetically, it sounds. Uh, I'll tell you what sounds kind of cool. Spice. Spice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna hang out in the garage, smoke a little spice. Yeah, that that is maybe, true. Maybe look at some maps. Yeah, if you <laughs> in my stamp collection, in my study, I'm gonna hang out in my study. I'm tired of all y'all unintellectual crackheads. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang out at home and smoke me some spice. I'm gonna read the rip, almanac, rip my dog's hair out. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down in my mahogany chair. I'm gonna open up my almanac. And I'm going to smoke me some spice, and I'm going to turn my cat's neck a weird way. <laughs> all these jive turkeys talking all this crazy stuff off of that smack, that crack, that, that who knows it, Jack. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to stay right here at the crib and smoke me a little spice because I'm an educated man, <laughs> and I know how to harvest all of the copper out of a TV. Listen, you think, you know, what you spend for that cocaine 60 a gram, you know, that's nasty stuff. It hurts your body. Me, I can get a pound of spice from Stripes for $11. It's affordable. It's tasteful. It's classy. You know. So smoke up all that glass all you want, brother. Me personally, I'm going to smoke six blunts of spice that cost me $1.00. And I'm going to go outside and I'm going to eat all the frogs in my backyard. I'm just going to start chewing on them. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm going to pop them like fucking Mike and Ike's, you know. It's all these drug addicts running around. Brother, get you some spice. Get you some spice, brother. How about you go get you some spice and then you go to the store and the lady says, how's, how's your day going? And you say, shut up, bitch. You say, shut you say, the shut fuck up. up. Shut up, bitch. I know you watch me on the TV. <laughs> You look at me with those TVs. I know, I know I you got a camera. I saw him behind the cash register. I know you got a you got a one sided mirror in the bathroom, and I jacked off all over it just as a statement to your. I know you got man. cameras in my outlets in my house, bitch. I know you got a fish in my ass. <laughs> you stupid bitch. You boys running around with your Mac tens, slanging your rock. What you need to do. Is stay in and get you some spice. Crack open a nice book. You know, get a fire going. Smoke you a big <coughs> bowl of spice and just put your feet in the fire. Just put them, put your whole legs in there. You know, it's not. <laughs> I'm imagining just an old black guy who's addicted to, to coke and spice being like, all y'all running around here doing these crazy drugs. I stay at home with my sugar and spice. <laughs> yeah, like a a very like uh, I'm trying to think like a kind of like who's the motherfucker at the Supreme Court that's a piece of shit? Clarence Thomas, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, that's who I'm picturing, but he's cooler. He's got like a beanie on and he's like <laughs> he's got like a like a beanie on. He's kind of like a like a jazzy guy and he's like, "Listen, you know, a lot of the young brothers out there, you know, they're running around. They fucking with them perks and pills, that powder. I got my sugar and my spice, you know. <laughs> I do an eight ball of cocaine and I smoke two blunts of spice. I go down to the construction yard and I start chewing on all the iron rods. 
<laughs> on the, just in the lay down yard, you know. You know, uh, I chill, I, I read a little book, smoke me some spice, and I turn my microwave inside out. <laughs> I go get me some heavy grit sandpaper, and I just start jacking off outside in the front yard with it. You know, because spice, people people look down on a brother that smokes spice, but the problem is, is that, you know, people say the LSD and magic mushrooms open your mind, but they just, they crack the door. You want to really kick that motherfucker open. Smoke an ounce of stuff that you got from 7-Eleven. You know right? that that meth, methamphetamine, mm. that heroin, mm. that cherry wine. I'm mm. going to sit right back here with my spice, smoke a little bit of that God's green earth, and I'm going to think about all the ways that I can write cursive backwards <laughs> and send it to JFK. And tell him that I'm coming, I'm looking for you, son, and I'm gonna find you out there and I'm gonna put a bullet in your head. <laughs> the we so when me and my dad would go buy it, um I told you that he was like <laughs> he was like, No more of this gas station shit, son. We gotta <laughs> we gotta stick to the higher quality grade stuff. Anyway <laughs> You know, we gotta we gotta make sure we're getting from a reputable source. Um We would like we would go get big baggies of this stuff, dude, for like ten dollars and um like, I don't know if you ever looked at, like, some of the baggies that, like, typically not the ones that you got from the gas station didn't have, but, like, the herbs, it was, like, rose hips, valerian root, you know, mugwort, catnip, these, you know, ancient herbs combined, you know, provide a, a lulling, high, like, this, uh, this one guy we got it from uh, in Seabrook, Texas, he had like made the labels himself and wrote this thing on the back that was like very articulate and was like, you know, yeah, like all these natural herbs and ingredients combine to craft a beautiful smoke that gets you lifted and calms the mind or whatever. And then like it was just, yeah, it was just fake weed. <laughs> like it was, and I believed it. I was like, dude, I'm just smoking catnip, bro. I'm just, <laughs> I was like 14. I was like, I'm just smoking catnip and I'm smoking, you know, mugwort and like fucking St. John's, whatever the fuck. Um, oh, I suppose after the after the ball, we could go smoke a little mugwort. I suppose. I suppose after the football game that I got into a fist fight at, I'll go smoke a bit of mugwort in the parking lot of a Whataburger and get into another fist fight with a guy I kind of know. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Oh I'll no, sm- <laughs> I've smoked a bit of my uh, my rose hips. It's time to call my ex girlfriend. <laughs> I smoked a little a little bit of of my witch hazel. And it appears I've broken into my own car. <laughs> it appears I've smashed the windows out of my Crown Victoria. Oh, bugger. Oh, bugger. I've smoked <laughs> my sugar and spice, and I've oh. broken into my own Crown Victoria. Oh, no. I've eaten a bit of catnip. Smoked a little catnip here and there. And uh, I've invented a new type of debit card. I went upstairs to my brother's hamster cage, and I pulled it out and squeezed it, and it popped like a little, like a push pop. Uh, <laughs> a most triumphant victory. A most triumphant. You know, I came home from work, Joe's Crab Shack, a long shift, and then I would just get a little bit of witch hazel in my body. And I rolled <laughs> up a nice joint of catnip and witch hazel and mugwort and St. John's wort. And uh, I went upstairs to the gerbil cage and I just, I spiked it like a football. It exploded in a beautiful cascade of colors, mostly red and pink. Darling, where's my mugwort? Darling, can you please? I need it for my maladies. Smoking spice out of like a big fucking like like a big posh like like not a corn cob, one of those like goat horn. Like Gandalf. Yeah. yeah. Did you see? I'm in glo- a spice din that's like it's like an opium din, but all the drywall is ripped out. <laughs> Copper's gone. Yeah. yeah, the baseboards have bite marks on it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 David Attenborough is narrating. He's like, he's like, <laughs> it's like the opium dens, the Middle Ages during the Silk Road were a place of desperation and misery, but mostly also a place of philosophy, science, mathematics. The spice dens of Detroit, Michigan are incomparable in their violence and in their chaos. <laughs> Camera goes in through the window. And there's just a guy, and he's like dangling his nuts over a bear trap. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like, and here we see, like everybody's just pulling their hair. Out. <laughs> at its finest. Tone, there's this stuff called spice. It's not weed. You know, the, the Mexicans are really cornering the weed market. It's difficult to get in these days. But you can go to 7-Eleven and you can get a pound of spice. As much as it costs to put a gallon of gas in your car, Tone. I want to be a boy who has a billion dollars. Hey, I want to uh, be that billion dollar boy. I want to be a billion dollar toy. <laughs> and I know I make some noise. Having fun at the party time. Yes, sir. Party time. We're the boys, and we're having fun. Yep, yep. And uh, I'm going to go some, so smoke some, some spicy, grab a gun. <laughs> it would be very funny for one of us now. Like, I think the majority of the chemicals that they sprayed on that shit's like illegal, so it is difficult to find. You'd have to search for it. Like, back when I was in high school, you could literally get it at a Stripes. Like, they sold it in every gas station. But it would be funny now for a, one of us to get hooked on it. Like it's not, <laughs> like it's not an, an, an easily accessible thing. It would be easier to like get heroin. It's like not an easy thing to buy or whatever. Like you just you know you come on and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh great <laughs> yeah you're like you're like Thomas I found a new weight loss trick yeah <laughs> fuck I'm like gaunt dude I'm gray <laughs> my skin's fucking patchy I'm like Thomas. This is next week. <laughs> next one's like Thomas, dude. I got down. I got down like I got down to the goal weight one twenty. <laughs> I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> you want to know the secret? You're Tommy. in a completely different apartment. I'm like, oh, what is happening? It's just a parking garage. <laughs> <laughs> you're holding up a pencil and you're FaceTiming me. <laughs> I'm ready to do the podcast. Yeah, I'm ready to do it. I'm ready. I gotta um. I made Listen, a brand man. new method. You want to hear the brand new method? Hey, I was talk. I was talking to Sean. We're good to do uh, the out for smokes. Uh, but uh, what the thing about it is, is that we were talking about the CIA, uh, and and so and the, I just pan the camera up, and I'm outside Langley, <laughs> like a bomb <laughs> vest on. And you're like, <laughs> I'm like very concerned. I'm like, how did you afford a plane ticket? <laughs> <laughs> you're the, yeah, yeah, you're like, how did you afford Simtex <laughs> fucking wires? <laughs> Who did you contact about this? Uh, listen. Listen. If don't. you if you want to hear more shows, more episodes. Uh, the finest podcast. The finest podcast on the, in the land. Uh, yeah, if you want more of this fucking stupid shit, uh, go on to patriot.com. Patriot, patriotic. Patriot.com. Patriot. <laughs> Yeah, go to patriot.com slash real pendejo and uh and sign up and they'll give you an AR ten and some like level three A plates. Uh Patreon.com slash pendejo time because I want you to actually subscribe. Yes, please sub. We need your uh, money, we need it bad, we're aching for it, we crave it. I'm you guys don't right understand. Now, I can't stop thinking about it. My eyes are rolling back thinking about the dollar bill. My toes are curling thinking I about want the cheese. It, that shit gets my pussy wet. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I look at the stats, motherfuckers. Okay. We get about, after about a week, we get like 3,500 downloads on these motherfuckers. So I need 3,000 of you, assuming that the other 500 are our Patreons, to subscribe. Because if that happens, if we get like 35 to 4,000 4, uh, I, me and Thomas don't gotta uh, 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 like clock in anymore. Yeah, like also, I w- I, if we do hit three thousand a month, I will face Jake in a ring. That's not that's um, five thousand. We're doing the honeymoon suite for this one. This is the the heart shaped bed that spins. I didn't say you get to choose. I'm saying it's happening. In three. <laughs> we hit three grand. I hear a knock on the door. I open it. And you just kick me in my <laughs> the fucking- moment. You're about to text me like, "Hey, we hit it." And I'm like, "Oh, really? I'm wearing a luchador mask." Yeah. <laughs> you start cycling like now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so go subscribe to that shit. Um, you get five bucks a month, gets you an extra episode. Ten gets you a video. Uh, speaking of which, probably going to have to double up in August or release something special for you all because um, I got the memorial on Sunday and uh, my dad's memorial and, and work and shit and Thomas's. So I don't know if we're going to be able to get a video episode this month. I'm sorry, but I'm sure you can forgive us. But ten bucks a month gets you access to all the backlog of the video episodes. Five gets you access to all the backlogs, the premiums. There's some great shit in there. Um, 
you can pay us 50 a month if you want. Again, the only person that does that is Nick Mullen. And uh, I think he just does it because, you know, thanks, Nick. Uh, I know you don't listen to this, but uh, that's the only guy. But if you want to be cool, like if you think Nick is a cool guy and you like look at pictures of him on Instagram at night. If you want him to be your friend, he'll be your friend if you give us $50. Yeah, yeah. Basically, if you want to be Nick Mullen's roommate, uh, give him, give us 50 a month. I'll screenshot it. I'll send it to Nick. He'll not give, respond. You could give him 50 a month, too. Yeah, well, I mean, he, you know, he's, yeah, they're doing the. No, unsubscribe from us. And <laughs> yeah. You know who needs it more than anything right now is that, the Adam Friedland show. They, those guys, they, you know, they just, they're hurting. They're hurting uh, bad. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, same thing uh, with the fucking. We've got shirts. We're trying to figure that shit out. We're having some issues with the payment processing, and uh, also with getting shipping labels. But I am actively working on it. I'm not just jacking you off and sucking you off and fucking you off. But uh, that will get solved quickly, and y'all will hear. We'll about get your that. shirts. You uh, will. Not that anyone's complained about it. Legitimately, no legitimately, one has. no thank, one has. But thank I do you feel for bad. being patient on that. Yes, yeah. I would understand if you weren't. Exactly. Uh, we will get your shirts. Bye. Bye.